I'm back from the 2022 Reese's Senior Bowl with my thoughts on who may have stood out to the Washington Commanders on hand. And we hear from Commanders defensive end Chase Young. All of that right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Commanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you for making this show your first listen of the day. I'm David Harrison, writer for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Matt Hurst Show, which can be found on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time or anytime on the Odyssey app. Locked On Commanders is free and available on all platforms and on Twitter at DHarrison82, at Russellmania621, and at LO Commanders. We've got the Twitter name updated for you guys, so we appreciate the patience on that. Once again, we thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen of the day. Today's episode brought to you by GetUpside. Just download the free GetUpside app, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you'll get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Chris, a lot of things happening, as usual, around this Washington franchise, now the Washington Commanders. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We're not going to get all of it, obviously, into this episode, but thankfully... That's why we're a daily podcast. If we need to continue the conversation about other topics moving into the future, we can. Right. We're going to get into the Senior Bowl because you're just back from Mobile, Alabama. But we're going to save a lot of the -the off-the-field stuff. Uh, More reaction to the Congressional Roundtable. Dan Snyder making a statement. Uh, More information coming out. A legal battle, potentially. All sorts of that. Uh, Plus a park and party event that I was at on Friday night outside of FedEx Field. We're going to get into that on the next episode, David, so that we can put our full focus on your conversation with Chase Young and, again, your trip to the Senior Bowl. Practices are really where you kind of get your meat and potatoes of what happens down in Mobile. We were able to be in person for the first two days of practices. Day three of practice was unfortunately rained out. The teams moved into the indoor training facility, and due to space constraints and and safety concerns for the players, they just they limited media to basically the broadcast. But the upside of that is because I wasn't at practice, I got about 10 minutes to sit down with Chase Young. And you guys are going to hear about that here in a minute. But, uh, Chris, obviously, let's start with quarterbacks, right? That's what everybody came into Mobile looking for. You have five or six of the top seven or so quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong. Uh, you, have, you have Bailey Zappi, who's kind of in the mix there uh, a little bit. And you have Malik Willis, who comes away as my top guy from this this group, honestly, Chris. And in day one, it didn't start that way. Kenny Pickett comes in, uh, the top quarterback there. And I will say that I don't think Kenny didn't kind of discredit himself. There was a lot of talk about his hand size uh, and all those things. Didn't wear a glove on his throwing hand during the day we were out there, day two with the rain. He had some bad throws, but I don't think you can look at him and say it's his it's his hand size uh, that caused those bad throws. Definitely inclement weather, a lot of drop passes going around that day. But Malik Willis came in day one. Looked a little shaky, to be quite honest with you. He made some really beautiful throws, some really amazing plays. You're kind of like, that's the Malik Willis everybody expected to see. But then on day two, he came out, looked much more comfortable, much more poised. And that's really kind of the key to the senior bowl is day one, you kind of attribute everything a little bit to nerves, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of first exposure NFL coaching. What you really want to see is the good guys continue to play well on day two and the guys who struggle a little bit get better on day two. Malik Willis, not only did he improve in day two, but he got better throughout the entirety of the week, even day three of practice, and then even in the game. A couple of things that I wanted to zero in on with Malik Willis, okay, Mm. because he had this crazy zigzag run in the Senior Bowl game. (laughs) He wasn't even running as fast as he said he 
could. I think they clocked him at like 18 and change, and yeah. he said he can get up to 21, 22. The big question mark, at least from a physical standpoint, is it's his height, which mm -hmm. he came in, what, just a shade over six foot. Yeah. Did you see him struggle in terms of being able to see over offensive linemen or find throwing lanes in, to, to, to make up for his lack of natural height. No, he looked perfectly comfortable, and he, he looked comfortable coming out of center from the shotgun, whatever it was. He was able to make every throw on the field throughout the week, and that, like you said, is the most important thing. A couple of short quarterbacks showing up to Mobile, so you really wanted to see how they were going to be able to perform, especially looking over the middle, looking over the top of their linemen, looking over the top of the defensive linemen who maybe have their hands up as they get through pro days, as they get through the scouting combine, really not going to show a lot of that. So from the scouting evaluation standpoint, this really is the last opportunity to see Malik Willis in that type of environment. And unfortunately, it's really the first time you get to see him going up against NFL caliber talent uh, playing at Liberty University. Just not a lot of NFL players coming right. off of that schedule. The biggest thing is he looked more comfortable as the week went on. Mm -hmm. And that from an evaluation standpoint, that speaks to the mental toughness, the agility and the intelligence of a guy like Malik Willis. All right, so uh, one, one last thing on, on Willis. On Thursday, they were working red zone drills. With the field constricted and space constricted, he ran, I think it was a play-action boot to his right mm -hmm. and kept it, turn the corner and find the front pin corner of the end zone. Real quickly on Howell and, and, and uh, Strong. So do you think that was just nerves and new system, new coaching, or do you think that is something that is in their DNA that when they're put on this platform, an elevated platform, they're not going to be able to perform. Yeah, that's 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 the big question, right? And I think for Carson Strong, what you see is just maybe a little bit of nerves for Sam Howell, even just a little bit of those nerves. But you have to go back to the tape. I think that's the important thing is that nobody nobody makes makes assessments. Nobody makes complete evaluations from events like the Senior Bowl. What uh, talking to scouts at this event, scouting combines, past, and all those things. Um, what scouts do in these events is they basically take this information and they either want to con con uh, confirm what they already knew about a guy, right? And you look at Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett basically confirmed what everybody knows about him. He's the most NFL-ready quarterback in this class coming out. Like, if you want to start a guy year one, Kenny Pickett is the guy to do it. Everybody else is a project. Everybody else has work to do. Matt Corral is another situation. The scouting combine pro days will help uh, kind of determine that. Unfortunately, he couldn't compete here in this event. But – Everybody else is a developmental guy. Even Malik Willis, he's a developmental guy. Everybody kind of sees that. So what you're looking for is either confirming what you already know, like I said, which Kenny Pickett did, or show me some things that maybe we didn't know. So Malik Willis, I don't think everybody expected him to show as much poise, mental acuity, and processing skill that he did. So now scouts are going to go back to the film and see if they can confirm this new information. Plus, Strong's got a, a durability issue, and mm -hmm. Howell, you have to kind of match up the film to what was he like when he had Deami Brown and others at North yeah. Carolina versus last year when he had a lot less talent around him because you're not always going to have top shelf top shelf exactly. talent. Exactly. Um, you know, you bring that up, Chris. I talked. Right. Yes, exactly. I talked to one evaluator in Mobile. So a lot of people are giving Sam Howell a lot of credit, saying, you know, like, yeah, you know, he, he, he dipped this year and he didn't look as good this year, but look at all the talent he lost. Okay, you look at all the talent he lost, but remember Mac Jones last year, right? A lot of people wanted to take away from what he was doing because of the talent he had. Well, was Sam Howell's dip in production because of the talent he lost or was the better production the year before because of the talent he had? Those are both yep. questions you have to ask. When I look at Sam Howell, I see a quarterback that is serviceable, average, solid, whatever you want to call it, could be an NFL starter as long as you put him in a system with a lot of weapons and he knows his role. But if you're drafting him top 10, if you're drafting top 12, top 15, I think you're looking for a guy that's going to make your team better. And, and so far, I haven't seen it from film, and I haven't seen it from the senior bowl.
All right, that's David Harrison back from Mobile, Alabama, and the Senior Bowl coming up next. His exclusive conversation with Washington Commanders defensive end Chase Young next on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Guys, of course, the time is now to get your life back in order in so many different ways. And one of the ways to do that is by eating better, right? Each and every morning, I want to eat sausage and eggs and cheese and biscuits and all that good stuff. I can't do it. I've got to have my built bar to get my uh, engine running and to get the flow and get into the day. Built bar is awesome. There are not only built bars and regular all the different flavors that we tell you about, but they also have built bar puffs. If you're missing out on one of the uh, types of experiences with the puffs, here's what you're going to find. Kind of fluffy, marshmallowy, if that's a word. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. They make you feel like you're eating something that you shouldn't be eating. Only, yes, you can eat this banana cream pie, coconut marshmallow, uh, yummy, cinnamony, churro, whatever you want. And they're soft and 100% covered in real chocolate. How do you find out more? Well, go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen each and every day. It is Super Week, and it's brought to you by our friends at GetUpside. There's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. The Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams podcast are in L.A. all week covering the big game. All right, with the new names and uniforms and everything going on around the franchise, you guys, the fans of the Washington Commanders, had some thoughts. So before we hear from David and Chase Young, let's get to a voicemail right here, right now. Hello, Washington fans. This is uh, Todd, Utah. Uh, I guess uh, I may have sounded just a bit heated with my last call because I really am disappointed with the name of the the, uh, Washington team has chosen for their, uh, for their team. Uninspiring, no mascots, no, there's not, it's just, it's blah. Uh, and so hopefully they will find a way to, uh, do something on the field to find a way to make something inspiring. Uh, cause when I was seven years old is when I started rooting for the Redskins during that period of time until I was 18. They had their, their championships. Uh, thanks, Joe Gibbs. And then, uh, and then nothing. And now I'm in my 40s and still nothing since I was 18 years old. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to see some football when it really counts for me, uh, at some point and hopefully for the fans soon. Let's hope they can, uh, outlive their pretty blah name and make something great out of the actual team. So, all right, let's see what happens on the field. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a good day. Bye. All right, that's Todd in Utah. As always, we appreciate his thoughts and sentiments. Obviously, he's still frustrated, no doubt. Certainly, uh, I'm sure that is much of the fan base. All right, time now to hear Chase Young. You're not going to hear him on any other podcast this week, I can tell you that much. David had an opportunity to sit down or to catch up, I should say, with Chase Young, who's obviously rehabbing his ACL uh, thoughts on sending a military member to the Super Bowl with uh, his friends at USAA, also on the new name and uniforms. He was part of the rollout and his advice to draft prospects. 
Like it or love it, your Washington football team is now the Washington Commanders. And joining me, a guy that I know you all love, defensive end for your Washington Commanders, Chase Young. Chase, I got to ask you the first question right off the bat. How is rehab going? How are you feeling right now? Feeling real good. Um, You know, um, you know, any if anything anybody wants to know, I'm already squatting. I'm already doing one leg squats on my on my uh, on my knee that I had to get repaired. So everything's going good, and uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm 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 going crazy. I'm trying to trying to get back. Yeah, glad to hear. Glad it's going well, and of course that determination and fight that you you've brought to the team, brought to the field from your entire co- your college career and your NFL career is what you're known for. It's also what the military is known for. You and the military have a very deep tie of family uh, root connection there. You've worked with USAA on several other projects. We've had you on the show thanks to some of those efforts, and you're you're reteaming with them, right? And the National Guard Association of the United States getting involved as well this time. Let everybody know what you've got going on this time around. Yeah, so I'm teaming up with uh, the National Guard Association and uh, USAA. We're going to send uh, Captain Dale Griffin to the Super Bowl, and uh, you know, um, it's it's just you know just just something that I, I love to do. Um, just just to stay, um, you know, in contact with the military. You know, knowing that my grandfather was in the military. Um, you know, just the military has always got a soft spot in my heart. Absolutely, I'm sure that's an exciting uh, experience for for Captain Griffin there, and you're going to actually meet up with him in Los Angeles too. So not only does he get to go to the big game, but he gets to meet one of the most uh, up bright stars, up and coming stars of the National Football League. Nah, yeah, nah, it's, it's going to be um, it's, it's definitely going to be uh, gratifying, and it's going to feel very good. Um, you know, I, I'm blessed, and you know, it's 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 it's, it's a blessing to be able to bless others. So, Absolutely, uh, you know, it's just a. Yeah, and, and featured down there in Los Angeles going to be the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, uh, Joe Burrow, someone that obviously we're all very familiar with. And the Bengals kind of showing everybody, right? It, it doesn't take five years, ten years necessarily. Things can turn around with the quickness with your rehab uh, fully in process and, and going well from the sounds of it. The Washington Commanders could be on that stage sooner rather than later. Uh, but Chase, I mean, you were part of the name reveal. Obviously, you were part of the the process of getting ready for the reveal. The fan reaction is a little bit mixed. Uh, I just I was just at the Senior Bowl. Obviously, a lot of players were asked about it. Quarterback Kenny Pickett, uh, who's somebody that a lot of people have uh, connected to Washington, potentially, obviously coming up in April, mentioned that players really don't care about that kind of stuff. That's that's definitely more of a fan or a media uh, thing. Do you, did you have a favorite going through the process? How do you feel about Commanders yourself, and what do you say to the fans who kind of uh, are, are down on it right now? Um, I would say uh, we're gonna make it. We 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 we're gonna, we're gonna make our fans better than that by, by our play. I would say that. I would say um, to Kenny Pickett, I would uh, I would definitely, you know, definitely. I I, I would kind of agree with that. Um, most players, um, you know, just care about ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, um, the name, you know, anybody's name, uh, you know, it could be the Bengals, it can be the. The Vikings, I just know the players on there. Obviously, their main focus is ball. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm cool with the name change. Huh? I'm, I'm liking. Uh, I'm a commander, and uh, you know, we we we're gonna go command stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and Chase, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm I'm on my show. You know, I do radio spots there for the Team 980, the Washington flagship station. So I, I've got an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion, right? And I wasn't all that high on Commanders, but I gotta be honest. I watched the reveal video, and at the end there, you guys in sync. You all say we are Commanders in the hashtag Take Command. I gotta say, I'm, I'm feeling that a little bit. Uh, something else I'm feeling is, is some of the uniform options. Again, fan you know fan reactions are always going to be a little bit mixed. Uh, I talked to Tariq Castro-Fields, Penn State cornerback, DMV product, about the name change, about the uniforms, again, down at the Senior Bowl. He liked the black ones. I know in in, the, in a lot of the promotional work, you're wearing the white one. 
Uh, which one? Which one are you liking the most? There out of the options. Uh, I, mean, I like. I, mean, I really like all of them. Um, but I mean, my favorite, you know, it's probably the black. You know, I think. But that would be anywhere. If I was in high school and I got all black uniforms, I mean, all black is just, you know, that's not tough. Yeah, I think, and, and I know uh, there were there were some people who said, you know, oh, another team with a with a, a black uniform. I mean, it, it it just looks mean. You know what I mean? It it just works on so many yeah. different levels. I, I was happy to see the numbers staying on on at least one side of the helmet. I think that's uh, that's a nice touch. And Chase, your burgundy uh, Washington Commanders jersey, one of the top five selling items on Fanatics right now. So uh, even if fans aren't necessarily loving it right off the bat, they're they're certainly showing some support. Uh, through their pockets and speaking of some of those prospects chase you you've been through that process you've been through the interviews and and the measurements and the speculation and the judging of every little thing uh that you're doing what is kind of kind of put us in the mind of these guys but the guys that are at the senior bowl right now and getting ready for the draft uh getting ready for the combine the interviews the visits uh what is what is going up uh what's going on in the mind of all these draft prospects right now yeah i would say uh they really don't i would say right now um they're taking every day uh day by day um, because they really don't know, you know, that they, they don't know what to look forward to. I feel like in the future, just in terms of combine, uh, you know, a lot of people don't even know. Uh, the combine is really draining. You have meetings, uh, a lot, lot of meetings. Um, and, you know, a lot of times when guys go out there and run, they're, they're drained just from the whole week. Um, so, you know, that's a, if I talk to, you know, some of my young guys, like uh, Tyree Smith from Ohio State, um, I talked to him about two days ago. He's up at the Senior Bowl um, defensive end. Um, and, uh, you know, he was just telling me how, you know, it's, 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 it's a grind. And, uh, you know, I told him, expect, I just told him to expect it to be um, and, 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 and nothing less. So um, when he goes, um, thank God I didn't have to do anything at the combine because I'd have been tired running the 42. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I just told him expect the grind and, uh, you know, just be locked in and, and uh, you know, just have your mind right. Absolutely. I mean, and you mentioned Tyreek, and he is a guy uh, here at the Locked On Network. We, we had about six or seven guys deep there at the Senior Bowl, and he's a guy who definitely stood out to us and that we've been talking about as well, doing a good job, making himself some money, I think. And, you know, an interesting question, Chase, that I, I kind of thought about uh, getting ready to talk to you here today. What what would you tell a guy like me? So obviously, you know, I've got I got some agent connections. I talked to uh, you know I already talked to uh, uh, to Tariq down there in Mobile. Talked to Kenny a little bit. But what would you say to like a media member looking to do an interview? Because there's a lot of them obviously going on. What should we understand when we approach these guys and have these conversations about what they're going through? Yeah, just know that um you know when you talk to them, it's, it's, their mind is already racing. You know, um just in terms of uh, what's going on. You know, they're worried about their draft um, stock. Um, you know, it's, it's a whole rocket thing. Worry about where they where they want to train after you know everything is over. Um, so you know, I just know when when you guys ask them, uh, you know, certain questions. Um, you know, just know that their life right now isn't the easiest. I would say. Yeah, have that empathy, right? I think we all have a job to do, but it, it's a yeah. people business, people based world. At the end of the day, I think that's incredibly valuable insight. I appreciate you for that. And speaking of of the people side of all businesses, I mean, you're not the only NFL star reaching out to military veterans in conjunction with USAA doing a lot of good things to impact the daily lives. And I mean, life changing memories, once in a lifetime experience coming up for Captain Captain Griffin and his family and so many other veterans. Thanks to you, USAA, so many others meeting in Super Bowl Fifty Six in Los Angeles, California. Chase Young. Hopefully, brother, you're going to be in Super Bowl 57, but you're not going to have time to be visiting with fans because you're going to be getting ready for the game. You already know. You already know. Hopefully, God, God will. All right. Chase Young, defensive end for your Washington Commanders here on the Locked On Washington Commanders podcast. Thank you very much, Chase, for joining me. Good luck with the rest of your offseason.
Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. All right, once again, that is Chase Young, number 99 in the new unis. As Commanders fans, David Harrison, we've got an incredible app for everybody who buys gas, and that's pretty much most of us, and it is called Get Upside. Our listeners are earning cash back on every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use a promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account, which you can then cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use a promo code TOUCHDOWN to get that $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free GetUpside app. Back now for the final segment here at the Locked on Commanders podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at DHarrison82 at WrestleMania621, the show at LO Commanders. We had another listener, another voicemailer that wanted to chime in. Why don't we hear that? Hey, Chris and David. This is uh, Mark Anthony from North Carolina. Um, just wanted to call regarding the name. Um, I think I'm having a lot of problems with the fans, to be honest. I mean, some of the fans, they really have issues moving forward. Look, I've been a fan for 30 years. Um, the past is not forgotten. It's remembered and loved by the organization and cherished. But unfortunately, the world is very different right now. And, you know, sometimes you have to change. Sometimes change is necessary. And that's the case right now. Um, I appreciate the team and the video that just dropped. They showed the Redskins name and logo more than they have in the past two years. So I do appreciate that. We all love the team, but we're still about team. So I say embrace it, you know, target and get on board or, or, or just get the heck off. I mean, it's, it's completely up to you. It is. But, you know, and another thing, you know, the name is up. Hey, look, I prefer everyone wanted Red Wolves, but, you know, Jason Wright had said 80% of the fans did not want the change. And I agree, I bet it's 90%. So everyone's going to hate whatever it changes to. And then the name that everyone sort of likes wasn't chosen for whatever reason. So it's going to take time. But if you, you know, in the, in the other video, when they say we are the commanders, I mean, it does sound pretty legit. It sounds pretty cool. If you say, we are the Texans, we are the Bills, we are the Browns. Those names are terrible. The name's okay. The name's all right. Um, I'm on board. Uh, go Commanders. Thanks for the guy. Thanks for the podcast, guys. I, I really enjoy it. Thanks. David, I don't know how you feel, but I think that's a very mature and responsible and common sense point of view. I'm not saying that anybody that disagrees isn't, but I, I think – there should be probably more of that view and sentiment than than I'm sensing that we have amongst the fan base. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's a little bit of control what you can control. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like the name is changing. It, it is what it is. Uh, the franchise picked Commanders for whatever reason, whether it was picked ahead of time or whether it truly went through the process like they say it did. It, at the end of the day, none of it really is going to change anything. Like if, if news leaks tomorrow that the name was confirmed as commanders way back last year and all this like it's not like the team is going to come out and say oh yeah sorry we tried to trick you guys but you know what now we'll make it the right like it's still going to be the commanders uh, at the end of the day and listen i agree 
In fact, I, I told Chase during that interview, uh, you know, if you guys, if you guys listened to the whole thing, you heard me. I said, listen, I wasn't really a big fan of the name Commanders, but when you watch that video at the end there where they say we are Commanders, like I do all the things, I was like, okay, okay. Like I, I like the way you represent that. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, there are some upside things, and at the end of the day, whether whether the team wins or loses, like that's what's going to dictate. Uh, you know, the, the Browns are a historic team for a reason, so on and so forth, and, and the Commanders can become a historic team as well if they win. That would be – the upside to the name change, Chris. And Chris, we're going to wrap up the episode the way we started with Senior Bowl conversation. We really only hit the quarterbacks because it's, it's such an important, obviously, and stacked position there in Mobile. Are there any other offensive position groups you want to hit real quick uh, as far as standouts? Or- well, I mean, I didn't see as much of the coverage as, as you did, David, obviously being boots on the ground there. So uh, the only thing that jumped out to me, there was one tight end that I really liked that I think mm-hmm. this team still could use more help at. Uh, Trey McBride seems like a guy that can do both, you know, catch the ball a little bit. I think he had a couple of catches in the game, but more, I saw him in red zone work and I saw him mauling people. And that's what this team needs. I think more than anything is a really short space, tough one, two yard run mauler. And that's one thing they have not had enough of. Yeah. Trey McBride, Colorado state tight end. He was the top guy coming into the senior bowl and he leaves the senior bowl. Still the top guy out of that group. Um, probably the top tight end, honestly, in this draft class, Chris, the good news for Washington is he's not a first round guy there. I, I don't think there's gonna be any tight ends drafted in the first round of this class. So you could feasibly get the number one tight end in the second round. Uh, potentially if you are the Washington football team, team him up, uh, you know, with Logan Thomas coming back you know, healthy and we'll see what happens with Ricky Seals, Joan and, and his future, John Bates, you know, impressed yeah. in his first year as well. I would love to see Trey McBride added to this roster as well. There's going to be a lot of talent there in the middle rounds. Uh, Jeremy Ruckert, tight end out of Ohio State, also uh, did a lot of good things for himself. Again, looked good as a blocker, looked good as a receiver. Uh, Isaiah Likely, the tight end out of Coastal Carolina, um, for for one. I, I want to be able to say that this team has a member of the Chanticleers on it. I just want to be able to say that all year long. Uh, hey, Josh Norman was here for a couple yeah, of years. Very, very true. Very true. Uh, but Isaiah likely more of a receiver than he is right. a blocker. Kind of, You kind of look like in the mold of a Kyle Pitts, and I'm not saying he's Kyle Pitts, but kind of that longer, more receiver-type tight end, but did some good things in blocking as well. And and, and look, there were, there were pretty much every tight end. There was a tight end from UCLA. There was one from Wisconsin. Pretty much every single one of them made money in this in this draft. Again, Washington, if they want to add tight end to the, or a tight end to the depth there, uh, they absolutely have that possibility. Yeah, Dulcich is the uh, tight end from UCLA yes. that you were yes. just referring to. Uh, I, I think it was Charles Davis. Uh, maybe it was Daniel Jeremiah that said he had the best week of practices amongst yeah. the entire tight end group. So a good little breakdown there. Uh, obviously, we'll get into more things that David was able to see and pick up from uh, the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. But, David, just a quick uh, kind of thumbnail sketch, if you will, on the defense. I mean, so many people pay attention to pass rush and one-on-ones. I know the mm-hmm. kid from Florida State, Jermaine Johnson, really yeah. stood out, uh, but he was not the only one. Who else uh, gave you, I guess, some good eye candy uh, from the defensive side? Yeah, a lot of talents in, in the trenches. Travis Jones out of UConn made, made his mark. He made his mark on the game as well. Then came away with one sack. Tyreek Smith of uh, the Ohio State defensive lineman. What was interesting about him is we found out pretty early in the week that Tyreek Smith actually came into the to, to the mobile, uh, to the Senior Bowl twenty pounds lighter than he played uh, for the, than what he played at for the Buckeyes, and he looked very quick, very athletic. But he also looked like he had a, a repertoire of moves on him uh, that'll make him a, a useful NFL uh, uh, weapon there. Maybe, maybe, perhaps backing up Montez Sweat and Chase Young in Washington. I definitely think he's kind of a late day two, early day three uh, type of guy. You also look at Roger McCreary. 
I don't know how much he fits the Washington mold. I know he doesn't fit the Tampa mold for the other side because he's a little bit shorter. Uh, but there were some current concerns for him. He was the top cornerback coming into this group at the Senior Bowl uh, for 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 the players that were on hand anyway. But uh, came in a little bit shorter. I think he was a little bit you know right around five ten. Came a little bit shorter in arm length, and those are always a little bit of concern. But you also expect him to run a little bit slower. People are talking about him kind of having like four or five speed. And what you can't be is is short, stocky, and slow and be an NFL defensive back. But I'll tell you, he looked every bit the part. He played in the slot. He played outside. He played in man. You watched him in zone. He looked comfortable uh, doing the whole thing. Kobe Bryant, uh, honestly, Chris, probably walks away as the defender that I want to see Washington take the most if I get the chance to. You mentioned Jermaine Johnson. Would love to see another guy like him, but he's kind of he's kind of probably probably right around like the fifteen to twenty range right now, unless he kind of slips down the board with bad workouts uh, towards the end of the evaluation process. So not likely, but he would be a very exciting guy. But him and then Petrie, uh, the defense back out of Baylor, Kobe Bryant or Petrie, I would be happy with either of those guys being added to the Washington secondary. All right, we're going to have more coverage of the Senior Bowl. David's thoughts on that, and as I get a chance to recover from. Uh, what I guess was only be just could be described as uh, a week on wheels when it comes to the <laughs> Locked On uh, Commanders podcast here and the Washington Commanders uh, and everything uh, in in regards to the name change uh, and Congress. All right, more coming up on that side of things off the field uh, in the next episode. Thank you guys for making today's episode of the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now make your second listen, the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you want to hop in the voicemail uh, like so many did today, 301-615-3577. That's 301 615 Three five seven seven. That's going to do it for us today, Commanders fans. Again, we are the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Thanks again for joining us. We are free and available on all platforms. For David Harrison covering the uh, the Washington Commanders on SI.com's Fan Nation. Up Chris Russell, half of the Russell and Metter Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We will see you back on the next episode of the Locked On Commanders Podcast.